Sure, baby. Hello and welcome to On The Esky As Sports Podcast, where we'd like to wrap up the week that was in sport. Uh, we're live tonight, boys. YouTube, yeah. wherever you get your podcasts. A few Christmas parties were had. Some possibly <laughs> had a few cans involved. A few skewerness. A few squee squee moi moi's, if you will. But get involved. <laughs> we have Ashes Chat, second test. Minus Labelshane, yeah. the best batsman in the world. Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. The day that's better than Christmas, let's be honest. Christmas is for, for little boys, you know, growing up, waking up. Oh, it's Christmas. I need to open some presents. Boxing Day is where the men come out. <laughs> NFL, week 16. It's been hit. It's been hit by the Kung Flu, the spicy virus. It's uh, it's still going ahead and there's still some still. Yep, managing. Yeah, going, going. Uh, boxing, NBA, dribble. It's all here on the Esky. <laughs> we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Any of you joining us live, please get us get at us in the comments. Uh, please remember, we have timestamps. You can skip dribble. You can skip the sports that you don't like. Or you can ride it out with us and go on if you're a full sports nuffy and just cop it all on the chin. Uh, please check out our YouTube. Like and yep. subscribe. Instagram, etc., etc. On my left, I have Monkey Magic. He's getting in there, Christmas spirit. And on my right, <laughs> I've got the Denver Broncos' biggest fan in Australia, Sean Gould. How are we, lads? Sean? Very good, mate. Uh, thanks for the intro, as always. Uh, been an excellent week of sports. Starting to wind down a little bit as we're getting closer to, the, to Christmas. Um, but we, of course, will wrap up everything, as Peppy said. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my week has been good, besides Denver losing and getting no pro ball players. But we'll get to that later. Yes, you're right. <laughs> um, Monks, how about you? How's your week been? Yeah, good. Week holidays. Not working too hard, so you've been stuck into the new house. I'm trying to watch a little bit more sport than usual. Uh, especially those Monday games and some of those postponed games in the NFL this week uh, gave us a little bit of opportunity to, to watch some games during the day. How good is the postponed games? Like, obviously, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't wish a pandemic on upon anyone. However, <laughs> Tuesday games, Wednesday games, you know, for the for the neutral, mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah, well, I think NFL that, football keeps rolling through. Within a 10-day sp- uh, span, they had eight, eight days have football games on it. So we'll take that. Hide your kids, hide your wife. That's uh, that's that kind of shit because dad's watching football. Uh, yep. As we like to do here on the Esky, we like to shout a beer, uh, someone that has been outstanding in the week that was in sport. We like to shout him a metaphorical beer, if you will. Uh, Monks, take it away. Yep. One metaphorical beer going to. Yep, so this week I'm going to shout a beer to Ange uh Poster Coglu, he um, in his first season with Celtic uh, took them through to the Scottish uh, League Cup final, um, winning it. Um, so probably one of Australia's most prolific um, football players slash managers um, floating around. Mm-hmm. Tommy Rogic, yeah, camera boy, shout out. Definitely. So maybe he deserves a beer for winning as well. Um, what are they drinking? Greece mythos, mythos. You're blue, yeah. More, you're a little yeah. bit more travelled than me. Oh, I've studied, I've studied the, uh, the amber ales around the world. I think, uh, look, maybe Ange likes, you know, just an Australian beer. However, I think, I think over in Greece, uh, the mythos probably keeps the economy mm. alive. It's uh, kind of taking a bit of a dive. <laughs> Can't talk as an Italian uh, ancestor. 
What's the opposite of an ancestor? Descendant? Yeah, descendant. descendant. Thank there you, Mums. Rare that <laughs> you ancestry. saved me. Rare that you yeah, saved me. Definitely. Um, yeah, so uh, shouting Andrew Beer this week. Um, obviously, only on a one-year deal, so hopefully Celtics can put pen to paper and um, get him a bit of a long-term deal. Prove it or lose it, Ange Postacoglu. Yeah, that's it. So Celtic. Lock him in. Four years. That's it. Keep on sending him beers until he gets a long-term contract. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I want you in my room. Sean, if you will, it's a golfing – It's this is quite nice, actually. The father-son tournament, uh, you know, a lot of love, obviously, a lot of uh, hard work hitting balls, um, a lot of what I never had growing up. What would you say about the uh, – <laughs> Surprised didn't get a laugh. Um, <laughs> what would you say about the the weekend's tournament? Uh, you know, father son classic. Yeah. Well, right. I, I think it go for me. It goes back to two podcasts ago when it was first announced that Tiger and Charlie were going to take a part in this, um, and then their warm ups last podcast, and then the actual tournament over the weekend where they finished second. Um, so that was yeah. my shout of beer going out to the woods. Charlie a bit young for a beer, but his dad can have two for him. Uh, mm. They, as I said, finished second, uh, two, uh, combined uh, 25 under. Um, so it was great to, you know, one, see Tiger back uh, playing elite golf after such a major injury. Uh, mm. Maybe he was carried a little bit by Charlie by all accounts. <laughs> Charlie is a – Carried by a 12-year-old. <laughs> yes. I yeah. do remember seeing that Charlie – Got an eagle on a hole by himself. Yeah, yeah. dad yeah. didn't get yep. involved at all. <laughs> so it's uh, not—it's not fair, is it? Yeah, he's—he's he's not too far away um, from going professional. I'd say if he can keep that up, um, maybe by the time he's sixteen, he'll be on the tour. Who knows? Uh, but I wanted to shout him out. The one, of course, the whole father-son story. Two Woods um, Tiger, that is, getting back from his injury. Looking mm. wham and playing excellent golf with his son. So that was my shout out, uh, which I think leads into yours, Peps, because they finished second. Who finished first? That's a great segue. <laughs> However, I just want to. This is a classic short move, you know. Got the got I the set seg- you up, and then you're yeah, like, nah, got the fuck segue, that. But I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. Rudy Gobert, bang, block. Let's go back. Can you please, Ben Hogan? Ben Hogan. Mm. The stories are so similar. Car accident in the 1950s, not the best medical care around. The yep. best golfer in the world tied up in a in a car accident and came back and won majors. Mm-hmm. Could it happen again? 60 years, 70 years down the track. Well, Tiger's already done it once when you think about uh, his fall from grace and sure, took about sure, a decade to get sure. back to However, post, post-horrific car accident, could it happen Check it out. It's uh, and I think the the yarn is that Ben Hogan, he he uh, he actually he jumped across as he was getting hit to save his his wife, yep. and the steering column went through where he would have been sitting, and it was the same kind of yarn. You know, he can't come back from this. He's too banged up. It's impossible. He's the best golfer in the world. What could happen? And this this crazy crazy accident. He said, "No, don't worry." It's like 1950s technology in the hospital, and he came back, and he won. Could it happen again, Monks? What have you got for us? Possibly. Um, no, not much on that. Career-threatening accident. Yeah, it was career-threatening. <laughs> um, Mate, he was in the hospital for, for a went, long time. You already went through it, yeah. So um, driving home from Fort Worth after um, a playoff loss in 1949 uh, Phoenix Open. 49? Mm-hmm. Yep. Four um, years post-war. So they survived a head-on collision with a Greyhound bus uh, oh. in Texas. 
a little bit of mayo on the so- on the story here. Yeah. I was saying Carvey Car <laughs> Car Bus. That's it. And he came um, back, didn't he? Came back. Fortunately, um, he was driving slow at the time. There was a lot of ground fog, so mm. um, at least speed was a reduced component to the crash. But yeah, he returned um, to the PGA Tour in 1950, um, and um, at the Los Angeles Open, uh, where he tied mm. um, with Sam Snead over 72 holes, um, but he lost the 18-hole playoff. Oh, um, but yeah, after that, uh, kept on playing for a few more years. Pretty crazy. It's it's weird how history repeats itself sometimes. Yeah, and it's mm. uh, and it's probably a testament to well, maybe not a testament, but the, the sport that uh, mm. you know very much being uh, technique and um, you know talent with a golf club that mm. you and as a sport you can play very late into your life uh, that gives mm. you lots of opportunities to to get there. Having said that, though, not many. I don't think anyone's won a major past fifty. Um, no, nah, no, I think I think the record owner in that in recent times may be Tiger Woods. Tiger, and I think yeah, forty nine for him, maybe. Anyway, that's bygones. But hey, yeah, it, it could potentially be done. So I think where where your story comes from, nineteen fifty three, um, he Ben Hogan won the Masters, the U.S. Open, and the Open Championships. So he won triple the crown. Triple Crown. The only other person to do that, Tiger Woods, is back in 2000. Scary, the similarities. Yeah. That's four years post-major uh, car accident. Mm-hmm. Mm. Would it be out of the realm of possibility that Tiger comes back and wins a major? Again, uh, wouldn't surprise me. if he's. The other thing is Tiger needed rest and um, recovery because he was struggling mm. with back injuries, mm. et cetera. So, uh, you know, the, the car accident may have forced him into – uh, some sort of realization of where his health was, and um, that he needed to take better care, care of himself. So, hey, he might even be better than he was uh, pre-crash. Scary prospect, possibly. Get Scary. on that TB twelve diet or <laughs> regime. <Yes. laughs> Stem shells. <laughs> All right, Peppy, give us your shout out, beer. Yeah, I'm going to shout uh, the guys that beat Tiger and Charlie Woods. Uh, that is John Daly and Little John Daly. Uh, it's nice to see John Daly. Hasn't really changed. Let's be honest. Uh, since since the nineties, since the noughties, he's still still the same man. Big beard now. Uh, still quite heavy. Uh, still likes to still enjoy a beverage and a cigarette. Did see uh, the old video on Instagram of him enjoying a cigarette smoked backwards. You know, that's uh, butt out and uh, lighted end into the mouth and one out of the nose. And that was him <laughs> celebrating with his 18-year-old son. Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't you? Because you're the best father-son combination in the world. Yep. Good on you, John Daly. Um, an inspiration to all the, you know, fat, smoking, <laughs> drinking losers of the world. <laughs> Except, however, he's a winner. He's yep. a winner. He just beat the greatest golfer of all time and his son. So, shout out. Yeah, the prodigy. To John Daly yep. and little John Daly, who... Let's be honest, he's probably not little John. You know, sometimes no. you have a son and he's bigger than you. And I think he's going to grow into his body. And I think he's going to be a great golfer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the pants are going to be fire. I think 20 years of American flags and <laughs> parachute pants, darts and swearing and, and all the rest of it. He really, he, he kind of channels the amateur golfer, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Definitely. He's more about, he's more there about the drinks and the smokes and the, <laughs> the women. Yeah. 
But he loves a tonk. He likes to hear how he hits him long and he hits him straight. So shout out to John Daly and little John Daly for taking out a father son uh, championship and uh, yeah. and something that you you would treasure, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd, I'd definitely. Oh, it'd be great to see a battle play with your son or father at that high level mm. in Spe- any sort of competition, especially if you've beaten Tiger Woods in the Prodigy and yeah. Charlie <laughs> as well. But so you could also yeah. say, "Hey, you're twelve, little <laughs> settle down." You, you, you're going to get there, obviously. That's it. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. He's any swing. It's it's a carbon copy. Oh, he's, a, he's oh. A, it's the same. T- he it's the same his father's thing. kid. Same yeah. thing as the old man. Yeah. So, for completeness sake, they finished uh, 27 under, two strokes ahead of the Woods of Clan. Wouldn't mind going down to our Capital Golf Club <laughs> and playing with anyone and shooting 27 <laughs> under Ambrose. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, wrap us up. Yeah, well, that'll wrap our intro up. So we need to get stuck into the first sport. And we're going to talk cricket, as always. We're going to kick off with the Ashes being the major, uh, what do we call it, sports series or cricket series. Talking point. Yeah, talking point going on at the moment in the cricket world. Um, Of course, I think we need to review what happened in Adelaide. I think we were going into day three or day two of the last podcast. Day two, Um, yeah. Well, actually, we watched some of it live. We did, we did. Uh, and uh, summarise, the Aussies are up to zip. They did win this. Um, never really looked in doubt, kind of controlled throughout the match. Um, so if we look at the scorecard to review it, we'll talk about Marcus Harris in a minute. Um, I think he, by all accounts he's still struggling. So, mm, mm. Um, he's had four innings and only – well, he's, he hit over 20 in the second inning. So that is the second time in his test career he's got past 20. Uh but outside of that, David Warner, Marcus Labuschagne, the loose bus change, and Stephen Smith, uh, elite in the first innings and really set Australia up for for a big total. I've got almost three hundred between them. Uh, Travis Head, unfortunately, didn't really. He got well. I think he was going more the slog. He was trying to get after Root and missed one, and it took his stumps. Mm. Um, Cameron Green, a bit unlucky with his the bat recently. Yep, uh, finished with only two, but. I think Alex Carey did a bit of a, a bit of a job. Come out, and put another fifty on, um, yeah. and then Starkey came out and threw the bat around a bit and got thirty nine. But Nisa as well with a tidy little thirty five. So Averages more than everyone in the English <laughs> Test team. That's not named Joe Root. That so is. shout out to you, Michael Nisa, in your first Test. Yep. So a commanding total for the first innings uh, for Australia to kick us to kick off this Test, as we alluded to in the last podcast, um, and then. The English squad came out for their second innings um, and, uh, well, they started off pretty slow by all accounts. Um, Burns didn't last long. You've gone too far. Get back up. Um, Burns didn't last very long. Made neither. Marlon and um, yeah, Marlon and Root kind of steadied the ship there. Milan. Milan, sorry. Why did I say Marlon? Milan and Root uh, steadied the ship there. Stokes with a little bit, um, but then they tail enders did nothing and were cleaned up very quickly, uh, which put them in a bit of a tough spot. Uh, the Aussies could have enforced the follow-on at this chose, point. Chose not to. Chose not to. What were your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, obviously it, it played out well. Um, it, yeah. So some of, the, some of the thinking was, you know, you could have spent, instead of uh, spending the next day and a half um, batting, and then trying to get the pommies out, and then they're getting close to potentially drawing this game. Uh, you could have just sent them back in and get them all out, and they weren't going to get to your total. Yeah, anyway. well, you got to you got to think of your bowlers. You got to think of the fielders. Yeah. You know, back to back innings. Even if you you're cleaning up in eighty overs, 
that takes a toll. It takes a toll. The boys are going to, you know, if they're, if they're bowling 19, 20 overs, they're going to go and do that twice. Mm-hmm. I think you say, well done, lads. Well done, Jai. Well done, Mitchell. And you say, let's get back in there, recuperate, and fuck it. We'll set them 480 as they did mm-hmm. and, uh, and go from there. So through this first innings, Nisa gets his first and Starkey got four. Unfortunately for Richardson, he got nothing in this first innings. Yeah, um, but how that finish up? Yeah, but he, exactly. <laughs> so uh, the Aussies then came out and batted there for their second innings. Mm. Um, Harris, as I said before, did get past 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a bit light on at the top there. They did have the night washman and Nisa come in. Labashain yep. got 50, Head got 50, Smith was a bit unlucky with six there. Cam Green at least uh, didn't get out and uh, was solid there for 33. That's that's good because I think mm. uh, there was a little bit of a monkey on the back of, of Green. Yep. I think Australians kind of know like yep. how talented it, he is. Remember, However, he's, he's 22. He's 22. Yeah, he's six. So he's a massive he's a baby. Yeah. He is yeah. a baby. You, you, a cute tall one of that. Yeah. A, a tall one that feels in the gully, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. Have you seen a tall man move like that in the gully? I haven't. I haven't. And I'm a tall man that can't move in the gully. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's nice to see. And I think a little bit of pressure building. It's like, you know, yeah. does he bowl? Does he bat? You know, where's his yeah. spot? Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think this was good, like having such a commanding lead and then going in for that second inning. It, it, again, it just took all the pressure off. Like they could go out, have a knock. Um, you saw Harris... Scored more than what he usually does. Yeah, try a few things. Green, yeah, scored a few more than what he normally does. And, yeah, just sort of worked in their favour that they didn't have to go chase down a huge target or anything. They just had to go play um, a couple sessions and then see what they could, how many runs they could make and get yeah, them back in to take them out. Ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys so, seen uh, Manus went to number one this week. Well, well, we'll get to that. Let's just finish off the the, the, the summarising of the test that was. Um, so in both innings uh, for Australia, Nathan Lyon doesn't get a chance to bat. Um, obviously, Steve Smith doesn't think he needs to go out and bat. They're protect, <laughs> nah. protecting the GOAT. Um, yeah. So the wickets shared very much between um, the English bowlers, you know, one for Jimmy, one for Broad. Uh, Ollie Robinson got the two. Root got two. What um, about Collie, Colin Funky Miller? He's bowling, bowling off a, off a <laughs> 30 steps and yeah. he's bowling off spinning. Yeah. yeah. Well, Interesting. Had to get their over rate up, so yeah. When, when was the last time we've seen that? I, I actually uh, think it was Colin Funky Miller yeah. or, or Andrew Simons yeah. perhaps used to bowl a few meds and used to f- bowl a few yeah. off spinners. I haven't seen that yeah, for but 15 he, years. But he wasn't – yeah, Andrew um, Simons nah, wasn't yeah, like did. a first-choice bowler. Sure. So sure. We essentially we're saying Josh Hage was then turned around and decided to throw. <laughs> very unusual. <laughs> yeah, very, very unusual. Yeah. But I was hey, expecting, hey. you know, them to spray his hair in some kind of green or blue. <laughs> or get some, no, get some frosted tips in there. Yeah, he was, Colin, he was wearing the speedrunners with the sunglasses. Yeah. Colin <laughs> Funky Miller, shout out to you if you're listening, Ollie yeah. Robinson. Yeah. And you know what? He did well as well. It was turning. It, yeah. was, turning. Fucking, it was turning. It wasn't that bad. No, nah, it wasn't bad at all. So shout out to you, Ollie. Yeah. So turning that ball like an offensive tweet in 2010. <laughs> Just straight back, like just just doing you, just doing you. Flight, line, length. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. set very much an impossible total. Um, the pommies were. I think it was um, by the end of it, it was four hundred plus. It was like four forty. They had to chase down. Um, so it's got down a little bit, much. So they they came out. Uh, Burns actually faced up for this innings, surprisingly. 
Mm, after rejecting it for the last couple. Um, He then got 34 from 95 hanging around. Amid didn't. Um, And then the the batsman really didn't do too much uh, for the Pommies, unfortunately. Wokes was probably the main one there trying to – and Butler, Butler, Josh Butler stayed in there forever. You want to know a stat about Wokes? (laughs) Yes. The only English batsman to make 20 in each innings in this Ashes. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Only one to put Holy spot. anyone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to we'll get to the the, the, the team chat in a second. Uh, but you you'd think so? Um, they did. English did. They didn't score well. Uh, the the bottom half of their uh, squad uh, did pretty well to hold in for as long as they mm. did. Josh. Um, oh yeah, Josh. Jo- Josh was the main one. He was facing over two hundred balls. <laughs> Uh, then, then Wokes himself did uh, almost 100 ins- as well. What about the unfortunate way to step on your own stump uh, after, after facing yeah. 200 rocks and yeah. then you go back and you step on it and they light up, you know, just to add insult to injury. Just, oh, yeah. hey, hey, mate. Uh, little Christmas lights. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, you're one of the best o- ODI white ball players in the world. Uh, by the way, you just stepped on, on your own fucking poles. Yeah, so... That was, that was a great knock. That was a great knock. Gritty. Yeah. Um, I, I had oh, yeah. people texting me saying, are you worried? I was, I was like, nah, not, nah, not really. And then he just kept seeing him out. I was like, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. But... Yeah, I'm, sta- I'm <laughs> starting to, I'm starting more and to more, go that way. Yeah. I think they got him out with Definitely. about 20, maybe an even with 19 overs left, I think, from memory. So they still had a, yep. a plenty to go. But, yeah, they... If, if, if Joss and Wokes... Hung out there for a little bit, you know. Got through to the to the late break. Yeah, went out and yep. saw a few overs. Yeah, maybe maybe you start getting worried, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it felt like it was job done. It felt yeah. like it was job done. Day five. Yeah, yeah. So uh, beaten by over two hundred runs. Uh, the English squad was. Uh, Starkey got two, as we mentioned before. Jai Richardson, he did get his Michelle Pfeiffer mm. through this. Um, so you know, great considering coming in the squad, getting zero to first innings, mm. and then picking up five was good. Nathan Lyon bowled a shitload, and he got two wickets for himself. The most accomplished bowler at the Adelaide Oval ever. Or did he? Yeah, he took the lead. Yeah, he, took one, yeah. he took it one, from Warnie one ahead, by one. One ahead of Shane Warne. Yes. So there you go. And Nisa got another one as well uh, bit for of his efforts. Dry Richardson chat. And uh, this mm-hmm. this is going to be niche, but we'll, we'll play to the <laughs> we'll play to the niche listeners. Yep. Uh, sex Education on Netflix. Pretty good show. Coming of age. Glad you clarified that as being on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. TV show. Yeah, don't, don't top that in uh, with safe search off. No Sex Education on, on the SQ. No, uh, it's a nice show. It's uh, it's like a high school show. It's it's coming of age. Obviously, they set it up like Maeve is like this kind of like, you know, hipster girl. You know, she she's a bit, you know, she reads... Feminist books, um, yeah. you know, she's she's a bit mean. Then you've got this big nerd, you know. He's skinny, but he's he's quite well versed in, in the books. His name's Otis. Otis, that's right. His mum's Julian Anderson. That's right. Mulder and Scully. Mulder, how are you? <laughs> I'm Otis's mum. And uh, I will do the accent because why not? Uh, so I, I have seen on the interwebs uh, that thing that connects us all, for better or for, for worse. Um Jai Richardson, look-alike, Otis of Sex Education. And uh, this is me doing Gillian um, Anderson, as uh, formerly known as the hot lady of, <laughs> <laughs> of um, 
formerly known as the Hot Lady Paul. The X Files. Otis. Otis, I know you've been out there bowling down the English boys. I know you can get that ball hooping. It's a completely it's completely understandable that you could get that ball hooping on a fourth to fifth stump line and just get away. Just be good enough to, to nick him up. I totally understand it, Otis. Um, and that's me doing Gillian uh, Anderson <laughs> as Shia Richardson. Let's go, schnick him up. Otis, let's go. Come on. Come on. Good, good show. Good I, show. I think you need to cover the good point show. here that Otis looks like Jai Richardson. That's why we're doing <laughs> well, I think I said it at the top. I think I said it at the top. Otis, Otis, it's completely normal. Don't worry about it. If you come down here and, you know, you're bowling, it's a lad over. You know, the ball starts moving around a little bit. You can schnick up these poms. They're not much chop. You know how much chop? My name's Gillian Anderson. I'm not even from England. I'm, I'm American. <laughs> X-Files, David Duchovny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back on track to the cricket. Um, <laughs> we were talking about cricket. Yes, we were that, talking about cricket. That's the best bit we've ever done. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> we'll snip that off. <laughs> we'll snip that off. Oh, just, oh, just. Um, so, uh, Pepsi, you want to talk about, as you alluded to before, uh, the Aussies. Um, Marcus Labuschagne being the number one mm. batsman in the world base, well, in the world for Test cricket, based on the ICC rankings, uh, he's the best batsman in the world. We mm. have four of the top ten, mm. if you wouldn't mind. Mm-hmm. Four yep. of the top ten. Uh, this uh, shout out to Michael Stamson sent it through in the group chat. Yep. These are minus Labuschagne's first innings, first innings totals mm-hmm. since Lords in two thousand nineteen. Seventy four. 67, 48, 187, 162, 143, 63, 215, 47, 48, 91, 108, 74, 103. To cut a long story short, his lowest score in two years in the first innings is 47. He's he's the best stick in the world. Even then, there's only, what, four or five under 50? Well, there's three there on the he's 60s. got one, two, three, four, five, six tons, six tons mm. in that. Mm-hmm. He's the best, and no. for once, as Aussies that have seen English, you know, pasty, vitamin D deficient, <laughs> Joe Root at the top, English morons <laughs> just stealing these suffers, you know, just stealing, <laughs> just stealing. And we said, "Hey, mate, yeah, that's pretty hot over here. We just can't play for us." Yeah. You know, and it worked. It worked. It, it, it did work. Yeah. He's the best. Oh. Bat, he's the best stick in the world. He is. He is. So yeah, he's number one in the rankings. So yep. if I didn't go through, I guess we'll go, go to the, the top, top ten. ten. Yeah. Yep. So we do have. Overtook. He overtook Joe Root. Um, so okay. Second. Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that one with you. It's a meme. It's not my fault. Uh, <laughs> after him, we've got. Um, We've got our own Steve Smith as well at number three, so that's two of the four. Then we've yep. got Kane Williamson, Rohit Sharma, mm-hmm. Davey Warner in at six. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got uh, Virat Kohli, seven. Um, Dimunth Kanaratan. I messed that up for Sri Lanka. Karuna <laughs> Ratne? Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, then we've got Baba Azim from Pakistan at number mm-hmm. nine. And Travis Head rounds out the top ten. 
Yeah, he's 150 and then uh, 50 in his innings has done him well to push him in the top 10. But Who was that? T-head. Top 10. Mm. Yeah, and after everyone talking about should he make the squad, maybe Usman should go in there, play ahead. But, hey, they've stuck true to Travis Head and he's Vice captain of Australia. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, And I think uh, have four in the top. Ten is the first time for Australia since like oh five. Yeah, I think since since they started the rankings. Yeah, and I think mm. Australia's only one. Uh, there was a period where we had five in the top ten as well. Really, um, as the only nation to have done that, and I think that was again early two thousands. Um, so impressive, impressive feat. Um, we were talking mm. last week about the best Test team in the world mm. um, and the competition between probably India and New Zealand for that spot. Um, just to go to show that Australia, though maybe not having the results uh, of late and especially losing in the, um, say, competitive series with those nations, mm. uh, hasn't helped their chances, but they still have the talent, individual talent, so hopefully they can put it all together and, uh, again, push back towards that upper echelon of the, well, they're probably, what, in third spot and need to take over, you know, second and first. What happens if it's five zip? Because it's looking more and more likely. Mm. Uh, well, I think the rankings will reward us, mm. and especially winning the this um, the Ashes. But hey, we got to remember that Indian series was only last year and yeah. didn't go so well for us at home. Yeah, fair, fair. Mm. So it, 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 it needed another in, uh, you know. What about England? They haven't, you know, they haven't won a Test match here in over four thousand days. Yep. A long time. Time. My younger brother doesn't follow much cricket. Mm-hmm. You know, he's only only can go off the news. He's he. This is what he sent to me. He said, "Have England ever won a Test match in Australia?" That's what he asked me. <laughs> I said, "Yes, mate. Yes, it's, it's just been a long time." Yeah, it's just, he doesn't know any. Doesn't know any <laughs> Like a little innocent puppy, you know. Yeah. Little pup is asking, yeah. and he said, "You know, have they ever won?" And I said, "Yes, yes. You have to go back a long way." He's only you know twenty. No. <laughs> been a long time. Yeah. Been a long time. So it has been a long time. let's talk about what's coming up, the Boxing Day test. Mm. Uh, let's start with Australia. There's a squad. I don't think he changed any of the batting lineup. What are we doing with the bowlers? Hazelwood and Cummins have to come back in? Yeah, if they're, if they're fit, they come in, I think. No disrespect. No dis- disrespect to Otis <laughs> of se- sex education, you know. His mum's fucking... <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, to Richardson, yes. Yeah. His mum's, uh, is it Mulder or Scully? Yeah. So Scully. Scully. Yeah, Scully. Yeah, Scully. Scully. His mum's Scully of the X-Files. You know, young yeah. six-year-olds, you know, watching, they're like, oh, I'm not that scared of the aliens, but wouldn't mind seeing where Scully comes in. You know, that's his mum. That's his mum. He's Otis. He's Otis. He's got a little furry lip, as our, you know, man down the left here. Has Resident been trying. Team. Has been trying. Uh and and Ken Hooper and Ken Hooper. However, I think it's it's abundantly clear if Cummins and Hazelwood are coming in, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if it's Mulder. Doesn't matter if it's Scully. Doesn't matter if it's the alien that they're investigating. <laughs> they come into the side. Yeah, well, I think Nice is probably yeah. the, the most unlucky of the two because he's replacing yeah. Cummins, and if Cummins is over his COVID. He'll come straight back in as the the, the captain. Yeah. Uh, Richardson. Uh, may be lucky. He might get the Boxing Day test, like you said, depending on Hazelwood's health, if they want to rest his hammy, mm. um, or rest his legs and his back, essentially. 
for Josh so he can be ready later on. Potentially, if he's good to go, though, I think, like you said, Josh is in, Richardson's out. Um, and then that's the, the strongest lineup we've got, and Richardson will carry the drinks around uh, at the Boxing Day test as the 12th man. So if we flip script and go to England, mm-hmm. uh, what do we think for them? Because I think the last two tests, everyone's kind of said, and I think we can probably all agree with it as well, that they haven't have probably picked the bowling lineups they needed for the situations. Mm. In, well, I disagree. No? You, you think they, they I th- did a good job? I suppose, yeah, who else could you pick? I think I think their bowling their bowling depth is fine. I don't think they have a, a top six outside of Jay Root. I, I just don't think any yeah. of these guys can adapt to the conditions. Their mm-hmm. best bat, their best stick, Joe yeah. Root, the former number one uh, batsman in the world as of yesterday, mm-hmm. he hasn't scored a ton down here. Yep. You know? Well, looking at this. That, that's my thoughts. That's my thoughts. Yeah. So I, I just don't think this side can can keep up with us down here. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. let's, let's start with the batters then, as, you, as you're talking to there. Um, I think the only options I could potentially think about is maybe change your openers up. Maybe Hamid's uh, unlucky and then you put in someone like Crawley. Um, is is he going to win a test match for you? I don't know, but maybe he's going to get more runs than uh, – he might get double digits, which is, which is better than what you're currently getting. Nah, I, I just – I can't say it. I can't say it. I think I think that bowling talent in England – in mm. England is, is, is very good, but uh, down under, nah, I just don't say it. Sorry. Mm. So, well, bowling talent then, uh, you, you'd say Jimmy Anderson and Broad are going to stay. You'd maybe Oliver Robinson. I think they need to bring Mark Wood back in. Uh, Le- legitimate pace. Yeah, because I think it kind of showed in Adelaide they were missing that a little bit where they didn't have uh, the change-up. All the bowlers are very similar sure. with a slight bit of movement. Um, I think, yeah, the general pace, um, that Mitchell Stark equivalent as we as you like, uh, and Wood, I think, would be a good in. Do I think they need a specialist spinner? Jack Leach, bring him back. I don't. Th- I don't think he's good. En- he's not good enough as a. Specialist no, he's your own in Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> it was good for us in Brisbane, definitely was, for the Australian was. squad. It was. Uh, and you know, they're covering it enough with Root, but it's you know only bowled six overs, I think, in that second inning. So they they need a spin of something, but I don't think they've got a spinner in their no, squad. I don't, they I don't, use, I don't think they've got one that, that they can pick. With, yeah. with reliability. No, not not in the current lot. And, you know, Mo and Ali retiring um, on them mm. probably hasn't helped them yeah, like yeah, bring in a, in a young shit. fella um, as a replacement. Um, not to say that was a surprise, but it was, you know, recent. They don't really have any anyone good as a replacement there. So I think their squad in general, what they've brought to Australia, is lacking um, a backup spinner of some calibre that they could potentially use. 5-0. 5-0. I think... You know, a lot of chat. Pope comes out, Bearso comes in. What does that do you? It's the same. It's yeah, the same it's, fucking person. Yeah, Bearso a little bit more accomplished, obviously. Mm. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a long summer for the English. Well, I think there's some rain forecast for Sydney um, across the Boxing Day test, so uh, that might be the only reprieve to a five nil um, uh, walloping. In Sydney would be or with in, a bit of in rain. Melbourne. Uh, oh, Melbourne, sorry, yes. Uh, it's across the whole Eastern Seaboard, sorry. Uh, I was looking at Sydney and I had Canberra and... It's the only thing that's going to save them. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the writing on the wall? 
<laughs> Who's going to save it. us? Save him from a 5 nil whitewash to a 4 nil whitewash. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I forgot to mention on the Australian squad um, has been confirmed that Harris will keep his spot in the Boxing Day test. They're not going to switch him out. For, Interesting. Uh, I want him to make runs. I, yeah. I think everyone, well, of course everyone wants him to make runs. Uh, he, I think there's a few nefarious actors out there that uh, don't want him to true, make true. runs. Well, I think he's been doing a good game plan as always, getting out and as then Labuschagne comes week, in. As you said last week, I wouldn't mind. The best mind batsman as, in the world now. I wouldn't mind the number one batsman in the world coming in at like, one for 180. <laughs> yeah. so, no, do what you can from that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I can't imagine the head noise, as uh, aforementioned in previous episodes. But, uh, yeah, I, I want Marcus Harris to make runs. Let's, let's mm. see how we go from them. Yep. Mm. So that's Ash's chat. As we said, the, the test in the MCG uh, kicks off on Boxing Day, which is in Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. You so know what's weird? You get to this time of the year and you start thinking like dates. You start thinking... You know, it's not Monday to Friday. You start thinking, oh, that's that's Christmas Eve. That's Christmas. Yes. That's Boxing Day. Yes. It's just me that does it. I think, no, nah, that's more unanimous than that, surely. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, for, for those three days of the year. Well, it's, <laughs> nice, it's nice to have a little bit of support. <laughs> All right, Big Bash. Yeah, uh, we'll quickly run through this one. Shout out to uh, Bobcat, if you're listening, my friend, Ben Graham. Mm-hmm. He had an apprentice at... Out west somewhere, come in, mm-hmm. and uh, just trying to fit in, you know. Uh, you know, the boys like to talk about test cricket. Uh, he came in on the, the fourth night, I believe, the Monday, the Monday morning, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, did you guys catch the big bash last night? <sighs> Young bloke, you've got a lot to learn, <laughs> a lot to learn. We like it. You know, we like it. It's It's, yeah. it's cricket. It's better than watching, you know. Real Housewives of, um, you know, Vegas, fucking Hollywood, Hollywood. Wani Asa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that'd that'd be real bogan, but actually that might be entertaining. Yeah, that Uh, would prove better. (laughs) Where's me fucking dad? (laughs) That'd be nicer. That'd be nicer. Uh, so, so the moral of this story is why is Big Bash on at the same time we've got the Ashes that, Yeah, that's yes. what I was getting at. That's what I was getting at. And they were kind of like trying to push it. Like Channel 7 was like, oh, we've got you know, a 35-year-old competition on right now. However, do you guys want to see some guys in some coloured shirts <laughs> playing for something that no one remembers? That's kind of like uh, yeah. yeah, the idea behind it. Thoughts? Yeah. Uh, Seems silly, and I think we've talked in the past about uh, comparing the Big Bash League now to the IPL and, and be like, oh, wow, they actually are a tier down. Um, it is, yeah. From, from a competition. Div 1, Div 2. And especially when you finish up with the Ashes and then you flick over and try and watch a Big Bash League and, you know, it's like, wow, this is, uh, again, it is a big step down. Scheduling dilemma? Uh, what What if, so say the day and nighters, well, they obviously mm. start at 3 in, in Adelaide, Australian Eastern mm. Standard Time. Oh, don't put them on at night, yeah. What about what about like a midday start or a mid, yeah. like twelve? Lead into it. Use it as yeah. a, it should be a, a pre-game. Do, do the of. opposite of uh, when there's a test match and then yeah. they have the big bash in the evening. You yeah. could, get, you get, could get, get people flip, hot it, flip it around, perhaps. Oh, I agree, hundred percent agree. Um, what's happening in the big bash though, Monks? If you want to get the table there, we've got we currently got the uh, Thunder and the Heat playing uh, both in the same coloured jerseys, which I think is kind of stupid. Uh, Six, <laughs> sixes, mate. They're going three pet. Oh, well, it looks like it at the at the moment. Philippi leading the runs, dun, dun, followed dun, closely dun, by Henrik. Well, um, Scorch, Scorch is the number one on the, on the ladder. So yes. 1v2. Ty, Ty's got the most uh, wickets as well. So uh, Mish March is up there with runs. 
Yeah, in well, good form. They, they they were finalists last year, I think, is what we worked out. So could they repeat? Yeah, uh, you know, they're one and two. Scorchers on seventeen points, Sixers on fourteen. Already five points clear of number three in the Thunder. Um, everyone else is already kind of losing way, and we've only just started this series, and it's going to run for another well five weeks yeah, before we even that. get to yeah, finals. Yep, end so, of January. Um, mm. Yeah, I think it's. I don't want to say it's clear cut, but we're, we've got two heavy favourites, mm. two dominant teams for last year. We'll see how far they get, but the other teams are already struggling. Any thoughts down there, center on the table? No, uh, I'm looking forward to winning the Ashes 5-zip and then, then caring about uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if the Sixers can knock off the Scorchers. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like you said, huge uh, scheduling dilemma. Um, I don't know if that... Fixes anything. I don't know if um, they ran it afterwards or before. If you had some of the players in the Ashes um, going back to Big Bash, making a little more entertaining. I suppose it also goes to the point of the EP, uh, the IPL. Sorry, they're able to draw in a lot more international stars. Yeah. Um, so that's probably where the gap is for Australia at the moment. Yeah, it fits um, in a nice time frame around where all the other like the English cricket's yeah. been playing the Australian summer, etc. Like it fits in that that kind of nice middle ground there. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And I understand that with the big bash, they try to do it over the summer holidays, try and get the kids involved and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and a cricket appeal just, to the young ones. Yes. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, that, and that's probably to the point. Like it's big bash isn't really supposed to be targeted for us older nuffies. It's it's more mm. to bring in that next generation. Yes. But shouldn't you be sitting down, young young fella, and saying, son? I know this is nice. They've got the colours and, and that. It's all very exciting. Yeah. But as my son says, that's boring. <laughs> See the attention well, span. Yeah. Attention where's, span. where's the dinosaur? <laughs> yeah, and you, you get like a green. It's like you know, Brontosaurus. I've got to say, look, that, see that Ian Chappell? He's the dinosaur. Was <laughs> a good bat. Was a good stick back in his day. Mop of the week. Yeah. We, we will we'll have, to, we'll have to think of one. We'll need one for this week, yeah. Mm. Uh, uh Enough about Big Bash. Um, Rolling into the NFL. Yeah, yep, I think we're going finished. international we're, now. Yeah, yep. we're finished cricket-wise. The best segue in podcasting. Yes. From a round ball with sticks to a – oh, from a sport with helmets to another sport with helmets. <laughs> Boom. There we it's go. right there. It's right there. <laughs> Let's talk about the NFL. Sport with chin straps <laughs> to another one with chin straps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Take us away. Yeah, NFL. So to kind of recap where we got to the end of uh, round 15, the COVID in the NFL, and we'll talk about COVID in NBA as well. Uh, American sports kind of struggling with the Rona of late, um, which kind of forced, was it Saturday games and Sunday games, three games in total to be moved. Um, they ended up being, we got a Monday night doubleheader and then we got yep. uh, two, ga- two games on Tuesday. I think so. Um, I think so. Uh, to to round it all out, um, so you know the Washington football team, the Raiders, uh, the Browns, and the Eagles um, were all, actually. I don't think the Eagles were affected, but whoever they were playing was affected. Um, I've forgotten now. Uh, Washington. Was, oh, was yep. Washington? Yeah. So their their games essentially all got moved, um, which was also interesting with the COVID this week. Uh, was also a super low-scoring week. I think only three games went overs. Um, everything was unders, uh, which really fucked a lot of people's fantasy teams. Um, well, some of the upsets this week as well. Uh, upsets were, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. Upsets as always, and 
Um, if you bet your house on the cards, I feel sorry for you because <laughs> the Lions got the win there. Um, but, you know, there were some crazy things. Like he could have had top five players at every position and they might have got 50 points in the playoffs. So uh, if you were unlucky yeah. enough to have the ones that missed out on putting up big points in this. So interesting. We are getting colder in, in America. Of course, we're getting into the winter months. It is getting colder over there. Yeah. Which, you know, some of these games getting played in cold weather leads to lower scoring, COVID, yeah, a lot true. of guys in and out, a lot of new guys' faces on offenses and defenses, chemistry, et cetera, et cetera. Um, kind of really led to a pretty low scoring week. So we'll have to see how, how that happens and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, some other news stories. Uh, we talked about Demarius Thomas um, having a seizure or passing away, well, I think it was two weeks now. Um, yeah, he was suffering from seizures, and it looks like he had yeah, a seizure. Yeah. And um, by all accounts, that was the the likelihood of um, <laughs> uh, why he'd um, uh, passed away. Unfortunately, but he did have close to five hundred people will show up to his celebration of life events, like essentially his funeral. Um, yeah, real nice, real week. nice showing. A lot of a lot of former players, a lot of former um, teammates across the league from the four stops. I think he made. Um, yep. You know, all talk about how he's an excellent human being and an excellent person to be around. So, big loss, um, and especially a young bloke uh, at that. Uh, but it was it was great to see everyone kind of getting around DT and his um, funeral. Um, so, and more football related news. If I keep rambling on, uh, <laughs> injury wise. We lost Chris Godwin um, to mm. IR. Yeah, um, ACL. Yeah, ACL. Um, That's huge. Lenny Fournette is also injured, and they're going to pick up uh, Le'Veon Bell as yep. a replacement. Um, by all accounts, oh. picked him up. Um, just clearing his medical now. Um, I mean, if he's going to be able to do anything with any team, it's potentially the box. Yeah, in that offense. Um, Bruce Aarons has been great. Like mm-hmm. You've seen the last couple of years, Fournette's just gone from – um, sort of, I guess, that downhill sort of slope mm. to, mm. yeah, being Super Bowl winning running back. Yep. Um, Playoff winning. That's it. Um, if there's, if, I guess, um, Antonio Bryant's got anything to do with it as well. AB's back. Yeah. Yep. You got AB and Sorry, Bell. Antonio Brown. I don't know, don't know why I said Bryant. Um, I knew it was trying to care about. That's it. Um, so, yeah, if, if he's got anything to go by as well, like just that offense, it clicks. Mm. Somehow mm. they make it work. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm hoping for all the best uh, for for Bill. Um, well, the Bucks are going to need it after their shout out. shout out, the poor performance against the um, yeah. Saints. Uh, Saints. Well, they're uh, saying it was uh, Brady's first time shut out in like 250 games. Yeah, yeah. It was his first shut out in 15 years yeah. um, and it mm. breaks a – 255 streak of starting and scoring, I think. Yeah. Good game to punt on that one. <laughs> was no. it? No. <laughs> uh, that was facetious. I'm glad I did not touch that one. <laughs> uh, I think it was also interesting, um, uh, if we want to go goat chat, that Drew Brees and Peyton Manning both were never shut out. But I, I'm, only, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I'll just bring it up as a. <laughs> what is it? They also have one half the amount of Super Bowl rings as. Yes, yes. <laughs> I know. It's, a, it's a silly chat. Yeah. It's, um, it's funny to see that. I think I also saw during the week um, one of the broadcast teams that had mm. like 
seven or eight of the broadcast team members picked the Bucks and only Drew B- Breeze picked um, the Saints, picked the Saints mm. and yeah. he was obviously the only one that came up that week. So that, that was defense, as well. defense is legit. They have this. The uh, well, we'll go into it a little bit later as well. But yeah, they just have um, the Bucks number. They know oh, division rivals. That's yeah, always, happens. yeah, always. Sean Payton, yeah, yeah. So from so, he, from his basement. <laughs> <laughs> so if I can continue the injury or relative injury news, that could also potentially be ruining fantasy teams. Uh, the Chiefs. Mm. Kansas City Chiefs have have the Rona. Mm. Uh, the big news, of course, Hill and Kels both on in COVID protocols. Hill was early in the week. Kels was today, I believe. Yeah, un- uh, unlikely for the weekend. But uh, we'll see what happens. The kicker as well, uh, Butker. Yeah, and yep. I think they've lost an offensive lineman. They've had a few um, test positive, which is unfortunate for them. Seven in yep. a row. Uh, yes. So uh, that, of course, as I said before, um, will impact. Fantasy teams going forward. Um, I'm glad none of those guys are my fantasy team and uh, are on, on my competitors' <laughs> roster. So, S- Speaking of fantasy, last week they reckon it was one of the worst weeks ever in terms of... Um, Monks and I were talking about yeah, it before. Yeah, but if yeah, you started a numbers. team of nobodies and, you know, were a garbage fantasy mm-hmm. manager... Mm-hmm. You could have gone out there and, and beaten a team that had all the all the superstars. Yeah, that's 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 a fickle game that is yeah, NFL I, fantasy. As I was telling Jimmy, I think only three games went overs. Um, yeah. everything was unders. Whether it was weather, whether it was injuries and COVID. Weather the weather. Yeah, I'd yeah. say. But hey, that's the news on the kind of situation the league is in at the moment. Well, I'll just quickly touch on that as well. Yeah, so yeah. since the start of last week, two hundred and thirteen players have tested positive for COVID. Yeah. Um, well we said it was hundred and twenty five last yeah. podcast. So Another hundred plus um, in yep. a week that was. That's it. Maybe we just got to learn to deal with it. <laughs> well, the le- the league's dealing with it. It's affecting rosters. Well, players think. are going in and out. Um, it'd be interesting to see if it affects playoff seeds uh, going forward. With we'll the Packers, the yeah. only team to have clinched a finals berth so yep. far, um, with another was it three rounds to go. Yep. Let's go. That's it. And I think there are some pre pivotal um, divisional games this week as well. Mm. Yeah, um, I think the, the last two the last two weeks both are very div- divisional focused across the league. So we'll talk about that um, in a moment. Uh, Pro Bowl rosters were released today. Of course, it is uh, a fan or not fan. It is, there's fan, probably a lot. Yeah. There's a whole whole coaches. thing that goes into coaches, players, fans, etc. Um, for voting on who should be in that. Um, Give us a run through of the rosters, Monks. Who's our, who have we got? Uh, are you looking at AFC? Give us yep. give us an offense. <clears throat> yeah. So if I go through starting positions, I guess. Um, so quarterback, we've got Justin Herbert um, in only his second season mm. in the NFL. Um, so huge props to him. Uh, we also got Jonathan Taylor as starting running back. Um, I suppose behind them we've got Paddy Mahomes and Lamar Jackson at quarterback and Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon at running back. Full Chubb. Um, <laughs> That's it. Um, right receiver. Um, obviously, we've got Tyreek Hill. Uh, Jamar Chase is in there. Um, yeah, as a rookie? As a rookie, which is awesome. Uh, Stefan Diggs and Keenan Allen um, round out the wide receiver core there. Um, then down at tight end, we've got Mark Andrew, Andrews. Sorry. Andrews. Um, mm-hmm. And Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go through the offensive line as well? Nah. Well, <laughs> Slater Brown, Dawkins, at our t- our tackle, yep. and um, Quinton Nelson's been having a great year. Yeah. yeah, he's been excellent. Why? Yeah. Tell us, shout out Joel Batani, obviously around. What about a bit of AFC defense? defense. Shout out fullbacks. Don't forget 
Patty Ricard. Yep. Full wax I wish I had a name like Patty Ricard. <laughs> <laughs> Miles Garrett has to be there. Max Crosby, yep. he's had a fucking breakout, hasn't he? Yeah, and uh, talking as well, two years ago, he's in rehab, now he's at the Pro Bowl. So, there you go. Yeah, a pr- impressive resurgence to his career. Mm. Definitely. Um, and Trey Hendrickson, uh, they're rounding out the defensive ends. Um, interior linemen, we've got DeForest Buckner uh, from Colts, having a great year, that defense core there. Um, Cameron Chris- Cross from the 49ers, obviously. Chris Jones, Cameron Hayward. We had TJ Watt. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be a defensive MVP. It seems could like be. he gets hurt a bit, doesn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. Even to that, the season he's been having, despite being injured for a couple of games as mm. well, um, speaks well, volumes for him. Uh, if you get into the inside linebacker, Leonard is in that conversation as well for the defensive um, player of the year as well. Mm, definitely. Um, and yeah, through those guys. I guess yeah. To round out the linebacker call, we've also got Joey Bosa, Matt Juden, and Denzel Perryman. Um, from the Raiders there. Juden's only him. It's a mm. good pickup from the Pats. Yeah. I think, yeah, Pats' defense are always going to be really good as well. Mm. They'll be able to draw talent out wherever they can. Um, cornerback position, um, and I suppose in that secondary call, we've got uh, JC Jackson, uh, Xavier Howard, Denzel Ward, Kenny Moore, mm-hmm. the second. Yep. And then we've got Kevin Braid, uh, Derwin James. Bayard. Bayard, sorry. Yep. There we go. And Tyron Matthew Mathers, sorry, um, from Kansas City. Yeah, so I just want to throw in my Denver bias here. Um, so <laughs> Patrick's – Not one Bronco. No, not one Bronco. Mm. Patrick's a 10, uh, has mm. a better rating than three of those guys at corner. So I think that's he's been a bit hard done. He's had an excellent season. Uh, according to who, though? Uh, well, the guys that you don't like, PFF, um, the great guys. <laughs> um, and I think Justin Simmons, who was a – Pro yeah, Bowler last yeah, year very, very good and player. having a better year this year to miss out, I think, has been a bit bit rough. What does it really mean? You know, you're a Pro it, Bowler. It's, it's more of a recognition for your efforts through the year. Um, yeah. It's not like what it was in the past. It's not like State of Origin. Because, um, well, if we get to it, well, uh, yeah. if we get into the NF, uh, NFC, um, well, Tom Brady's 15 years, the most, I believe, uh, for anyone for Pro Bowl mm. uh, visits, of course, going to his longevity. Uh, but yeah. when you've got a quarterback core of um, – Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, uh, and then if you want, you throw Kyle Murray <laughs> in there for yeah. a bit of a change-up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's pretty stacked core of um, quarterbacks there. Run us through it, Monks. As, yeah, well, we've already gone through the quarterbacks, so we'll go straight to running backs. Uh, we've got Dalvin Cook, James Connor, and Alvin Kamara. Resurgent, um, resurgent year out of James Connor. Yeah, which is, again, speaking volumes of the fact that he's been injured as well. Um, I want to talk about this, this next bloke, Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Is he the most valuable player in the NFL? Oh, MVP. <laughs> Will he be MVP? Because we always get on Jonathan Taylor's dick. Yeah. And this guy's having the – he's going to break all kinds of records. He, 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 he could will break. break – if he stays healthy these last three games, mm. he's going to be the most accomplished receiver in every facet of the game. Yeah, well, he'll be he'll break Megatron's records is what we're talking about. So Megatron, mm. Michael Thomas in in catches. Yeah, uh, he'll get the lot. This is going to be the most accomplished year ever out of mm. a wide receiver. Mm. Yeah, and you look at that core. Follow that with Adams, Jefferson, and Debon Samuel, who's also been <laughs> excellent this year. That's a that's a. They've core. all been great, and have a look at their numbers yeah. compared yeah. to Cooper Cup. Yep, I can tell you now, Cooper Cup is not within the top five of MVP. I I think it'll go to one of the quarterbacks anyway. Well, uh, it, it'll Brady. Brady I disagree. Rogers, I so. disagree with that. 
I don't. Well, I think they should change it up occasionally. But yeah, I think yeah. so. You know what the legs like though. Yeah, they want it. They want to give it to a quarterback. Yeah. But who's been the most outstanding this year? If, yeah. if, yes. if surprise packet, yeah. If it's, it's not it's Cup good. and Taylor, you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. Mm. They've been the most outstanding. Well, yeah, like as much as, like I think I got it in the notes. Like as much as Matt Stafford's been having a great resurgence at Los sure. Angeles Rams, it's yeah. the Cooper Cup led. Rams at the moment. Yeah, and he's going to break all kinds of records. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, for me, I think it's kind of, if they don't win, it's kind of fixed towards quarterbacks. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh, big time. It's always 100%. fixed towards quarterbacks. 100%. Um, so we go through the rest of the NFC team. Um, at tight ends, we've got George Kittle and Kyle Pitts. Um, Pitts, another rookie as well. So yeah, having a great year as a rookie. Yeah. You know, some people get, get on him about being unders and not being that impressive because that's the thing of thinking fantasy wise. But for a, for a rookie tight end to go out there would be essentially their number one tight end and wide yeah. receiver on that team. We've yeah. really getting double covered the entire yeah. time, and he's still you know putting up decent numbers. Like you can show see the specimen that he's going to be. Mm. Just mm. needs some support. That's it. Um, so if we go through uh, the offensive line, we've got Trent Williams, Tristan Wirth, um, again, rookie having a great year. Mm. Tyron Smith, um, second year? Sorry, yeah. For Wirth, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, Zach Martin, um, Brandon Sheriff, yep. uh, and Ali Marpet. few um, bucks. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Here's the thing for you. The Chargers had, I think, six guys get put in, into the AFC and Denver beat yeah. them and got zero. So... <laughs> <laughs> Salty McSalt on the end of the uh, table. It's, it's, it's <laughs> well, yeah, we're all the Saints players. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I got Al. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, that LA market versus that Colorado market. Anyway. Yeah. Do you reckon that's what it comes down to? Who do you tune in for? Money talks. <laughs> Money talks. Yeah, I've sent us. We've got Jason, uh, Kelsey, and Ryan Jensen. Sh- shout out, Kuzjek. Yep. Carl Go on. Use check. check. Use check. Yep, love a fullback. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, um, our D line is Nick Bosa, Brian Burns, Cameron Jordan, Aaron Donald, jo- uh, Jonathan Allen, uh, Kenny Clark. There, we've got linebacker core: Chandler Jones, Robert Quinn, Sh- Shaquille Barrett, yep. uh, Micah Parsons. First again. year, yeah, having rookie. an awesome year. Um, and Bobby Wagner is always sitting in there as well. Uh, then switching to the secondary, uh, Trevon Diggs. Trevon. Trevon having Diggs. a great season. Ten picks already this year. Ten, yeah. Yep. Record-breaking. Yep. On yep. pace to, to break records. So he is, I think, one shy of uh, Dallas um, team record. Mm-hmm. Um, he's having a stellar year there. Um, aside from him, we've got uh, Jalen Ramsey, Darius Slade, uh, Marshawn Lattimore. That's Andre. Better bagger. Yep. Harrison Smith. Good luck passing on that. I think the NFC yeah, team, yeah. to me, it looks stronger. Yep. Mm. Time will tell. Yeah. In the fake game that is probably. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, well, that's it. Well, I mean, yeah, if um, the Bucks go back to the Super Bowl, there's a few players that won't be playing in that game anyway. So. Yeah. Fair <laughs> point. Fair point. <laughs> They've got multiple alternative lists and we won't go into that. But that was that was the, the, yeah. the pick for the two rosters so far. Um, yeah. Before we get into yeah. the previews, um, there's a bunch of people that want to see Peps delete a beer. Uh, and, <laughs> and we'll get to the thoughts on Tyler um, Huntley's uh, performance for the Ravens in a minute. Is that uh, real? Uh, yes. 
Scallop beer, eat some placenta, start a placenta section. <laughs> eat a placenta. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think it's ever do been that. shown scientifically to give you any benefit eating a placenta. <laughs> However, sculling a beer, perhaps. Uh, it might improve your golf game. Um, I don't think anything <laughs> anything can save that. <laughs> what about you? We we played Sean's birthday. Uh, was it Monday? Monday Monday afternoon. Had the tee box set a little bit to the left. It was a little bit left to right. Oh, mate, hasn't played for fucking six months. Yeah, at least. Yeah, just no worries. Brings out the driver. No warm-up. We've no got the irons. Up. No swing. Bends it, bends it right to left, you know. No worries, lays it up. On, and it was like pretty much chip on. Yeah. <laughs> chip After on. that. Chipped on. About two foot away. I mean. Well, but... Birdied it. Birdied, birdied it, it. Drilled it. Birdied, birdied it. it. <laughs> but I did say it's all Meanwhile, downhill. Meanwhile, we couldn't hit the fairway. <laughs> yeah. And no. I said it's all downhill from here. What And what happened? Yeah, it went all downhill from there. <laughs> Wheels off. <laughs> Wheels off. I was just out there slinging it. I, I wasn't here trying to set any records. It was a nice shot, actually, that first one. Credit where credit's true. Right to it left. Was. I wish I could hit one like that. All right, you want to talk about fucking NFL? Let's go. Yes, so week 16, uh, Thursday night football kicks off tomorrow. Uh, we've got the 49ers taking on the Titans. Um, 49ers easily put away the Falcons. Uh, Jimmy G, he's been actually, I think he's got the highest passer rating in the last couple of weeks. He's a, he's actually been um, one of the more consistent quarterbacks of late. He's a very uh, good-looking yeah. middle-aged man. I think it helps when he's he's got the you know Samuel and uh, Kittle healthy. Yeah, and De- and Debo and, ones, so. yeah, Debo and George, they they go all right. Yeah, and yep. um, you know, getting 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 that protection that he needs, sure. um, and then throwing a bit of defense with the with the Bosa on the other side, and they can get jobs done. Uh, the Titans lose in that upset. Um, we talked to about this in, I think, actually, we might have talked about it at golf. Um, they got upset by the Steelers after standing on their logo, having a team yes. uh, start yeah. to that, and it didn't end well for them. 1917, the, the lost curse there. Um, there. Uh, there is chat about, you know, well, Jimmy G's now pushing them in, you know, back towards the playoffs. Mm. What do we do with Jimmy G? Do they hand it over to Trey Lance next year? And then what do we think about this football game? Going forward to answer your first question, I think Jimmy G's a uh, workable quarterback in the NFL, at least from a marketing point of view. Mm. Oh, big time! He's like George Clooney. He's like a, <laughs> he's like you know, there's a little bit of salt and pepper going on, but he's a good looking man. You can you can market a team around Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Are they going to do anything going for him? I don't think so. I think the Titans. I think the Titans are legit. You got to think of what they had to overcome, Derek Henry. Probably the best running back in the league going out. Antonio Brown, one of the best receivers in the league going down. Mm-hmm. What they've been doing, managing, Don Foreman, mm. you know, Don Troll yep. Hilliard. Yep. I think I think they've been going in the right direction. I've gone the Titans here. Yeah, I've done the same. I've gone the Titans as well. I think Vrabel's going to have them up and ready for this game after a, a dismal performance against the Steelers. For, and I think they should have beaten the Steelers. Uh, 49ers. Dismal's a hard hard word. They, they pushed them. They pushed they, them. They pushed them. But I, I think they could have done better. Um, mm. Jimmy G, I think, like you said, serviceable quarterback. There's going to be plenty of teams, I think, looking for a guy of Jimmy G's calibre. Sure. Uh, maybe to bridge them or, um, you know, for on that one-year, two-year kind of deal. And we'll mm. see how, how that goes from there. But... Um, yeah, I've gone tights in this, mm. Mr. Monkey. Um, 
I'm actually riding the 49ers train at the moment. Uh, I picked them. Um, if we go straight into the odds here as well, they are favourites sitting at $1.57. Uh, Titans are sitting at $2.41. That's um, big. So that's big. Yeah, two, big, big value dollars. for anyone who wants to jump on the Titans there. Um, we do have a line of three and total match points of 44 and a half. Nah. Shan't be touching nah. any of that. How so about it, boys? Saturday games. Saturday, Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. Uh, Christmas games. Nice little Christmas yeah. present. Yeah, we've got the Browns taking on the Packers in the first game we've got listed here. Uh, Browns, of course, a little bit banged up and yep, yep. struggling with COVID. The COVID. Uh, Who's the, starting? Is it Case Keenum? Oh, uh, no, I think it, it'll be Baker. Should be back. Baker's uh, back. Should be back. They had to play Nick Mullins in the game on the weekend. Got, got it in a W as well. Yes, did get them the W. Uh I think it helps having a full chub, as we alluded to. <laughs> full chub, baby. Yeah. Full chub's better than a half chub. I don't think it's going to matter, though, against the Packers, unfortunately. Uh, Rogers did throw three touchdowns last week to tie um, Favre for 442, I believe, touchdowns um, as a mm-hmm. Packers quarterback. That's right. Uh, Take number <laughs> 442. <laughs> It's it's good to be a Packers fan though. You you go from Favre into Rogers and you you're set for almost thirty years worth of quarterback play. Jordan Love enters the chat. <laughs> Hopefully he can transition and be I hope that. So. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what was interesting about that four hundred and forty two stat was Rogers had about a hundred less intercepts over that course of their Very careers. efficient, very efficient. Yeah, and Favre sort of was a gunslinger and he didn't mind throwing it up there um, mm. for potentially getting you know, big gains, uh, but you did get turnovers, so we'll see. Baker Mayfield and Case Keenum both still on COVID-19 protocol. Yeah, so they they were early last week, so they should be getting close to coming off. Saturday game, could be be another Nick Um, Mullins. Don't think it matters. Packers are going to win this. Uh, Brown season likely done um, because I don't think they'll be last in their division. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they already are last in their division, and I'd – That'll put them a game or maybe two games back from where they really need to be. So, pack for mine. I'll say pack. Uh, no Judas. No, nah, sh- should get <laughs> should get the job done. Max, your thoughts? Yep. Uh, yeah, I've gone pack as well. Um, yeah, I mean they've already clinched that first um, NFC um, playoff spot. Uh, they are favourites at dollar twenty six. The Browns are out at three dollars eighty five at the moment. We have a line of seven and a half um, and total match points of forty five and a half. Playable. But also quite short. What about this game? AFC Colts take on <laughs> NFC Cardinals. Uh, hey guys, Cardinals can't lose. Let's get them at a dollar and twelve. That's what we said last week. <laughs> and then I woke up and the Detroit Lions did the Arizona Cardinals. It sucks because that was a leg, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what's keeping you up in the morning. Yep. And uh, essentially, the worst team, the worst team in football. Yep. Beat. Arguably the best team in football. Yeah. How does yeah. that happen? Hard to say. Whether they're missing a little bit of chemistry with all the changes in the cards on the offense mm. and their, their defense, mm. maybe not where it needs to be, uh, run run D-wise as well with J.J. Watt, of course, being out for a while. Mm. But you think they would have adjusted to that. Um, Big question marks. Big yeah. question marks. Yeah. Mine. I think they lost James Connor through part of this game as well, but they had Chase Edmonds back. Yep. But again, guys coming in and out of the squad. They just – they were missing something, and the Lions were up for this game. Um, the Cards, on the other hand, were not. Uh, they are still ten and four. They can um, they can clinch a playoff Thanks. position, but they are sliding of late. Um, Two in a row. 
Uh, oh, we'll get to lines in a minute. I'll mention that. Um, mm. Colts, on the other hand, uh, Taylor has been carrying them. As you said, MVP, he had almost 30 ca- touches, mm. Mm. 170 yards and a touchdown. Um, Lance, on the other hand, couldn't really get much going, but I guess it didn't matter. Uh, the pet. Pats, um, oh well, uh, Duggar and Pittman got into a little bit of a scuffle. I did see this and they both got ejected. Uh, EJ Speed became the first NFL player to record two touchdowns of block punts since Ed Reed. That's an interesting step yeah. thrown in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for this game, though, what do you think? Uh, Colts are going to cards. Cards will be at home. Who do you think is going to get a win in this one? Indy for mine. I think they've shown more recently than the yeah. Cardinals have shown. Uh, a lot can change in a week, obviously, but uh, I know I like I like where Indianapolis is at. I tend to agree with you, and I've also gone in Indianapolis. Oh, jeez, um, I think I might have put the curse on him. Uh, so yeah, I mean, oh, we've got I've got the cards need a bounce back though. Yeah, we've so. got there that cards cards are sliding; they do need a bounce back. Um, but Colts um, are on the rise. The defense has been solid for them. Um, Jonathan Taylor. As you said, obviously carrying the mm. um, the offense there, um, definitely playing off of that um, AFC South division title as well. So yep. got everything to play themselves um, would, as much as two, the cards. Two do. teams are done out of that two horse race. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, I mean we've already t- uh, talked about the Titans, but yeah, both have pretty good schedules. Obviously, with the divisional games there sure. against yeah. the rest of the teams. So yeah, it's going to be interesting, but yeah, I've I've also gone Colts. Um, Give some odds. They, do the odds reflect that? Uh, they do not. So uh, it's still very close, but the Colts are underdogs at a dollar ninety nine. Uh, the cards are sitting at a dollar eighty two at the moment. That's close. That's leave that leave that <laughs> shit alone. Yeah, uh, that's probably. The, I to think the that's the closest odds I can remember this year. So yeah, uh, there's been a few. Uh, Definitely go. within that range. Um, well. Don't listen to us because oh, the yeah. Detroit Lions were paying six dollars <laughs> last week, and no one would have seen that coming. Yeah. No, uh, we've got a line of one and a half. A total match points of forty-eight and a half. It's a lot. Yeah, wouldn't go near that. Mm. Yeah. So Sunday early games. First game we got is Lions taking on the Falcons. Lions no longer the worst team in the league. Uh, the Jags. The Jags <laughs> have the number one pick currently, so then they got the number one. Or last seed, whatever you want to call it. So they've got first pick. If you're not invested in this in fantasy or gambling, (laughs) you need to check your pulse. Yeah. Summarise, as we said, Lions got the win over the card. Surprise win. Goff is efficient. Um, Doesn't really have any superstars in any of the skill positions. The Falcons, on the other hand, they did struggle against the 49ers. They've got pits and that's about it. Um, Throwing some Cordell Patterson if they can get him open. Uh, they ran 13 plays within 10 yards without a touchdown. So um, they had five plays from the one. That's pretty bad from the Falcons, mm, uh, mm, not being able to yep. punch it in. Do we put on the curse on the Lions? <laughs> Are we all going to pick the Lions here? I Or did the Lions return Attempted it. form? Yeah, I, I put lines. it in there. I oh, know, I picked Falcons. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Falcons. But I have seen this come back straight in my face. <laughs> I jumped on the 49ers bandwagon. I'm jumping on the Lions bandwagon. I like it. Um, it might happen. Pays off once and, once and twice. Yeah, hoping for twice now. Um, the bookies don't like it. Uh, they are underdogs a 
Three dollars eighteen. The Falcons are favourites. A dollar thirty six. Get on, get there, on. Right? That was six bucks. <laughs> six bucks to beat the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, uh, yeah. that's it. Um, we do have a line of six. Uh, total match points of forty two and a half. Don't like any of it. Mm. Uh, in a big matchup, AFC uh, North. AFC North. The Ravens at eight or six are taking on the Bengals at eight and six. Um, the Ravens nearly chased down the Packers with. As I mentioned before, that Tyler Huntley as their quarterback. Yeah, no right, no right to be in that game. Yeah, uh, and talk about Tyler Huntley's performance. I'm not sure if you can find some numbers real quick. Because I think he threw two touchdowns and had almost 300 yards. Mm. Good completion percentage. Good numbers. As a uh, what do you want to call him? Not de facto Lamar Jackson, but as in that proto Lamar Jackson kind of prototype um, as the replacement, of course, with Lamar out, um, did the job. As a guy that went, I think he went undrafted, was barely scouted, and the Ravens picked him up, and mm. he did well for them in the preseason, and he managed to make it on their squad as a backup quarterback. So, um, big shout out to him. I think that's really impre- impressive. It kind of goes to show that, hey, they've got you know too many Mike Lennons going around the league, holding, yeah, the, holding up spots for guys that potentially could come in and actually show their skills. Um, they did, of course uh, – Lose to the Packers, I mentioned before. Um, the Bengals had a really low scoring affair against the Broncos in a game the Broncos potentially could have won mm. um, in this. Mm. Um, but I think they'll do better against the Ravens secondary than they did against Denver secondary. Um, like we said, big playoff implications for this one. Really need to stay uh, in the top two within the North um, to potentially go through the playoffs. Think is Lamar back? Is probably one question, James. Yep. Yeah. Um, otherwise, the Bengals are, I think, pretty close to full strength. Um, they've got everyone over there. I think I went Bengals because I like what they were doing. No, I haven't. I've gone Ravens <laughs> with the, with the upset of I don't know. I don't know why I picked the Ravens. Hard um, to split. Hard to split. I think they're split. really close. And I think the last time I picked the Bengals, they kind of. Um, got blown out by the Ravens. Let you down. Yeah, let us down big time. So, mm. the Ravens definitely have talent. They are really banged up as a squad. Mm. I think this game may depend on if Lamar's playing or not. Um, but then he apparently did pretty well. So, he's not bad. He looks like sometimes you're watching him and you're like, oh, that's Lamar. And then you're like, oh. Mm. It's Tyler Huntley. Yeah, I think there's going to be some really close games through this week. Mm. Um, so this will be another one and the odds might reflect that. Who would you pick? Um, no confidence, but I've got the Bengals as well. Huh? At home, you know, home crowd advantage. I think the Ravens, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not on them. No, neither. Um, yeah, I think I've gone um, the Bengals as well. Um, I'm just trying to quickly up on Lamar Jackson. He did not practice this week. Um, so it will be interesting to see what happens coming into the game. Indeed. Um, that do, means, the, do the odds reflect that at all? Yes, they do. So Bengals are favourites currently at $1.65. Um, Baltimore Ravens are out at $2.25 pending, I suppose, news of mm. Lamar Jackson. Mm. We do have a line of three and total match points of 45 and a half. Fair few points, who knows? Yeah, don't like any of that. Moving into the Rams and the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Interesting matchup, the Vikings trying to stay alive. The Rams going for that number one seed in the NFC. Uh, Cooper Cup, what do, you, what do you think? Well, we talked about it before. He's definitely leading that Rams team. 
uh, now and has he's, a great connection with with Stafford. So he's putting up some insane numbers, big numbers. Mm. Um, Falcons on the other hand played a oh, well, they got a win, unconvincing win against the Bear, Bears, mm-hmm. but a terrible game on primetime football. Mm. Please stop putting Bears on primetime; they are terrible. <laughs> Poor Chicago. Yeah, uh, I think Nagy's potentially going to get fired next week, um, but we will wait and see on that. For this one, I I do like the Vikings' talent. You know, they've got Cook, they've got Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Um, Cousins may be slightly un- uninspiring as a quarterback. And their defense probably not right there. Rams, Von Miller got his first sack for them. Um, off the donut. Off the donut. Uh, and they've, you know, they've got that defense. Um, they handled the Seahawks. I think they'll handle the Vikings as well. Yeah, tend to agree. I think the Vikings, a um, little bit underplayed. I think they're better than what their record suggests. Yeah, I agree. But I'll go the Rams team. Yep, I have also gone the Rams. Um, they are favourites, $1.62. The Vikings are out at $2.31 at the moment. We have a line of three and total match points of 49 and a half. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. Uh, Vikings have covered the line in the last five of six matchups against the Rams. Again, don't like any of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we go to a rematch in the Bills taking mm. on the Patriots next mm. uh, with the Patriots, of course. Seems, seems like it was just last week. Yeah, well, a couple <laughs> of these teams have played each other mm. um, within the last month. Uh, I think that's just kind of how the schedule uh, rolled out for a lot of the NFL mm. um, with the extra game coming in uh, or the extra week for the season. Mm. Bills are 8-6, Patriot are 9-5. The Bills did get a win over the Panthers, who are on a big-time slide. Mm. Um, and that, you know, and Allen was not 100%. Um, they did have a strong fourth quarter against the Colts. That was the Patriots. Um, they started off really slow on that, and I think Mac Jones was struggled a bit. But then they, for whatever reason, they came back. Um, I think Mac Jones kind of came alive in the fourth quarter. Mm. They really pushed hard to do that. But he's Mac's kind of come down to earth a little bit and potentially might be losing his hold on that offensive rookie of the year oh, award. Nah, but, I think it'll be fine. Either way, it is a rematch. This one, though, is at home for the Patriots. I think I've stayed with the Patriots um, against my own theory of you lose, you you learn the most in a loss. Um, you win all you learn. Yeah, so I, yep. I think that I have still picked the Patriots. Um, I just think uh, the other Bill, Bill Belichick's got it over the Bills. I'll go to the Pats here. I think, yeah, I like where heads at, Sean. Bill. He owns the bills. <laughs> That's it. Um, just back on Mac Jones, he is still locked in as a very heavy favourite uh, for Offensive Rookie of the Year. There we go. Um, back to the game, I have also gone uh, the Patriots. Uh, they are favourites leading to the match at $1.75. Mm. Um, bills are out at $2.08. Um, we have a line of two and total match points of 43.5. I don't like any of that. No. After how the first game went, I don't think, if anything, go unders. Um, all right, let's talk about the toilet bowl. Jags, Jets, we'll, get, we'll run through this. Quick, quick. Jags, are, Jags are a hot mess in Houston. They are the worst team in the league now um, with Detroit getting their win. The Jets had a good first half, but then again also struggled. I think the Jets have more talent. I picked them. Uh, I th- mm. think they'll get the win at home over the Jags. Agreed. Uh, if you're watching this game, may God have mercy on your soul. Um, <laughs> well, the, the Jags, they fired their coach, usually get a one win. The Jags, Jags are that bad. They couldn't get their, their, their bonus coach win 
Um, so they've got nothing out of that. I'll go Jets. I'll go Jets. Max? Go Jets. Yeah. I'm um, just bringing up the odds now. I have also gone the Jets. Um, I don't think you could touch the Jags on anything at the moment. Um, that being said, <laughs> Jags favorites. The, right. the Jags are favorites. Uh, closer odds than the um, the first game we were talking about. Yeah, um, can't remember what it was. So, what so long ago, um, <laughs> they are favorites. A dollar eighty-seven. The Jets are out at a dollar ninety-three. Ah, both, both, both below two. Both below two. Um, line of one. Total match points of forty-one and a half. Don't watch this game. Don't bet on it. Um, <laughs> that leads us into the Giants taking on the Eagles. Uh, the Giants are still hurting. They're losing to Cowboys. Uh, of course, last week they did lose Sterling Shepard with a torn Achilles. I believe Daniel Jones is going to be on IR with his neck as well. Um, and they're going to have the other neck, Mike Gennon, play for them again, and he sucks. Get, um, no, come on. They're going <laughs> forward with Mike Glennon. It seems that by all counts they are, but he's not very good. Uh, the Eagles, on the other hand, uh, they did capitalise on the COVID and got a win over the Washington football team. After being down, I think, 10 points in the first quarter, they came mm. back and won that. Mm-hmm. Um, they did finish with 238 uh, yards rushing. Uh, first team with 175-plus rushing yards and seven seven consecutive games since 1985 Bears. Is that real? That's a that's an interesting stat. That, oh, yeah, I was just reading that during the week. I don't know if that like – I don't know if it sounds real. Yeah. Ew. It may, well, it kind of makes sense with the, if Hurts runs and Sanders is killing it, but I, I don't think that the Eagles were ever doing that good. Uh, in this game, it probably doesn't yeah. matter. I think Eagles are going to win. Uh, Giants are yeah. a basket case. I'll go Eagles. <laughs> you want to think about that? No. <laughs> no, yeah, I've gone Eagles as well. Um, they are pretty heavy favourites at $1.21. The Giants are out at $4.45. We have a line of 9.5 total match points of 40.5. Mm. The last game in of the early games, uh, the Chargers uh, taking on the Texans. The Chargers did lose. Oh, I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Chargers did lose in Oto overtime uh, clash with the Chiefs. Herbert, um, of course, made it on the Pro Bowl wrestlers as we mentioned. They will smoke the Texans. I don't think we need to talk about it. Um, probably Chargers should win. Yeah. Probably. probably. Yeah. Also, who knows? Yeah, Chargers should win this and – uh, that, I think, will keep them in the second place in the West. Um, Interesting division. Very. Oh, Texans, Texans, again, another hot mess. Um, Bucks, Panthers. Let's just oh. roll through it. Odds, Bucks. Do, do, you, want, do you want odds? Nah. Odds of the Chargers. Nah. Char- <laughs> Chargers by luck. All right, Bucks, All right. Bucks, Panthers, this again. Bucks, Panthers. Bucks lost the Saints. We talked about that. Um, they did yep. get banged up with injuries. Panthers season, I think, is done. Uh Newton's been pretty terrible for them in every start. So he's, he's yeah. a specimen. He's yeah, he but, is. But may is he? I'm telling. Yeah, yeah, is he more a Taysom Hill kind of quarterback now than a than the starter? So yeah, um, that's it. Well, yeah, he's going on uh, twelve straight starts uh, for the Panthers and losing. Yeah, um, no, obviously no that wins. being that bookending his stint um, over at the Pats. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said. It, to highlight, um, I suppose, his freakish ability, um, he's extended his uh, NFL record by scoring a rushing touchdown and passing touchdown in for the 44th time in his career. Um, yeah. Don't know so what happened to win, and I don't think it matters against the Dodgers. No. Agreed. Um, Bucks by a lot. Monks, how should you pick Bucks? Uh, that scored zero points. 
<laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. They're not playing the Saints this week, so it's all that matters. That's true. Um, yeah, I think we're three bucks here. They are favorites at $1.19. The Panthers are out at $4.70 at the moment. That's too short. Too short, you reckon? I reckon. last <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, Panther, Panthers aren't Saints, though. So. Yeah. And I mean, Bucks did just sign Bell. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. no, no. Uh, we do have a line of 10. Uh, total match points of 44. No, I don't like any of that. So I pre-jacked before. Sunday late games. Um, now we'll jump into the Bears taking on the Seahawks. The Seahawks, I think, have won two in a row. Uh, actually, no, they lost to the Rams, uh, but they'd won two previous, I believe. Yeah, so they've they've been a little bit better with Russ and uh, Danger Russ getting back on um, healthy, getting better with the finger. Uh, the Bears committed a bunch of penalties, lost to the Vikings, as we talked about before. They stink. Uh, Seahawks don't look good against uh, good teams. Um, mm. Nagy, I think I mentioned before, I don't think it makes the next season. He's going to get fired potentially after this loss to the Seahawks. I've picked the Seahawks to win. What do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's three three Seahawks here. Um, they are favourites. A dollar thirty two. The Bears are out at three dollars forty at the moment. We have a line of six and a half and total match points of forty three and a half. This is on the internet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't fall asleep, bro. <laughs> uh, Steelers Chiefs. Uh, Steelers get Joe Hayden back. Um, they do have a good Chiefs. defense. <laughs> Four turnovers. Chiefs beat the Chargers. We mentioned before the walk-off touchdown. I also have gone the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, I've gone Chiefs as well. And um, the odds in there. Geez, we're running through these fast. I'm not going to be able to give us a, a total match points here. Um, I'm so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Chiefs are heavy favourites at dollar twenty four. The Steelers are out at four dollars ten. We have a line of seven and a half. Oh, you wouldn't take that. No, you would probably. Still, anyway, you'd put it. Defense. You'd put it in a multi, and then it, it won't get up, and you'd be pissed. So. You know what they call it in America? <laughs> parlay. The parlay. Parlay. It's like uh, a parts of the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> parlay. <laughs> no. What do you say? Parlay. Yeah. Uh, All right. Broncos, right. Raiders, both at 7-7. Seven seven. Broncos do lose Teddy. He had a scary knockout and had to be cut it off. Is he okay? Uh, by all accounts, yes. Scans came back all good. Um, mm. In the concussion protocols, but That's he'll good. miss this week. Drew yeah. Locke will be this. Um, Drew Locke will be the starter. Mm. Uh, the Raiders, Raiders sorry, did get a close win against the Browns there with a 48 walk-off field goal. Derek Carr um, has led them in 28 game-winning drives and has tied oh, Wilson yeah. and Stafford for the second most in QB's first eight seasons. I think Carr probably needs to get us some props. Um, he's got no coach. Mm. They got rid of most of his O-line in the off-season. Wall and Jacobs are being banged up. His name's Derek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ruggs, of but course, in this situation. So the, he's been dealt, dealt a lot of um, uh, tough tough hands in this. Mm. So, mm. Yeah. Um, I think I've been due to some pick ra- Raiders again. To <laughs> Twos and fours. To, to hopefully get some some sort of magic uh, juju back. I think the Broncos mm. could should, could and should win this game. Uh, but hey, it's, it'll be, be close. No, I went Judas anyway. Fuck you, Judas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have faith, faith in the, the people. Because the Raiders keep fucking me up. <laughs> keep tipping them. Yeah. And they keep, they push it. 
Yeah, well, every time I pick Denver, they lose. Every time I don't pick them, they may win. So, <laughs> they <Yes>. may win. <laughs> I imagine the pick of a young Australian that has never been to America halfway yeah, across the world. They, they, they just check it in the ESPN. like, Sean's picked. Oh, he's picked us this week. Now, nah, boys, we've got to pack it in. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it plays into. You know what? Uh, I'm t- the Broncos. Yeah, you just said that, didn't you? Yeah, sucking off. Mark's go. All right. I have also. Uh, tip the Broncos. Um, it's surprising on the tipping app. Uh, Raiders are heavy favourites. Raiders are heavy favourites, but the odds are in the other favour with the Broncos being favourites a dollar eighty seven and the Raiders out at nine dollars. Oh, sorry, nine dollars. Jeez, a dollar ninety is nine dollars. Dollar ninety three. Thirty cash a one. We've got a line of one and total match points of forty one and a half. Yeah, wouldn't touch any of that. Drew Locke's career probably on the line here. Needs a good game. Because mm. by all accounts, if you go in the betting market for Russell Wilson's next position, really? uh, Denver heavy favourites to get really? Russell Wilson next year. Mm. That's what bookies think. From Seattle to Denver. Have to see. Washington football team takes on the Cowboys. Uh, of course, Washington a bit banged up. They have the Coco. They did have Garrett Gilbert uh, as their starting quarterback. He mm. is slinging around a little bit, but he's... You know, not the greatest. Uh, Antonio Gibson had a toe injury and was a little bit lame, but he did play out the whole game. Went uh, over 40 yards. Um, yeah. 26, I think. Yes, 26 yards rushing. Touchdown. 40 yards receiving something and a touchdown. So, mm. um, Just don't bet. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's my advice. Yeah. yeah. Don't add that. Kids, don't bet. <laughs> um, Just don't do it. <laughs> otherwise, you end up like this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Christmas party ladies. <laughs> Cowboys defense is playing pretty well. The offense is uh, coming around, but they when I, it's an offense that is so high powered and potent um, mm. that is struggling, and they're still ten and four. So uh, yeah. we'll see how they go on that. Um, Diggs, as we mentioned, has a league high ten interceptions, and he's record. one short of the team record uh, that Walls set in nineteen eighty one. Mm. I've gone Cowboys, I believe. Yes. What about you, boys? I'll go to the boys. Boys for the boys. Boys for the boys. Uh, That makes three of us. Uh, They are heavy favourites, $1.18. The football team are out at $4.95. We've got a line of 10.5 and total match points of 47.5. Then I think the last game in the round, the Monday night football game, we've got the Dolphins taking on those almighty Saints as we talked about. Both Mm. 7-7, the Dolphins on a six-game run. Uh, they're the second team to get to 7-7 after a 1-7 start. The other team was the 97-1974, sorry, Jets. 7-4s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Saints have the Bucks number, as we mentioned before. Uh, they def got a lot of pressure on Brady and really riled him up to the point that Brady ran over the sideline and <laughs> swore at the coach. That's, right. uh, that's not yeah. a taunting penalty. Go, of course no, not. Sure, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Saints' offense, though, outside of Kamara, really – They've got nothing, and they only were able to kick mm. field goals in this. Sure. I've picked the Dolphins. Fins for the upset. Six in a row. Yep. Keep, I, I'll keep go it rolling. I'll go to the Saints on the, on the basis of them playing good defense. But who knows? Yep. The Battle of the South. Yes. Mm. Um, I have also gone, gone the Saints um, for this one. Um, they... 
I guess again, favourites a dollar fifty eight. Uh, the Dolphins are out at two dollars thirty nine, so that's a juicy underdog there, Sean. Um, we have a line of three, and total match points are thirty eight and a half. Yeah, I don't like any of that. Still, let's move forward, boys. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep this truck rolling. Yeah, <laughs> Christmas. Before Christmas. Christmas is coming, and before Peps ends up in a hearse, uh, we the poo train. <laughs> 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 Christmas isn't Christmas at the Poochoo Church. <laughs> uh, Let's go. Uh, we've got two spots we want to cover to finish this off. The NBA, uh, as we mentioned before with the NFL, has a lot of COVID. Mm. Um, it's a bit hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit hard for them to. Uh, uh <laughs> Come on, it's, it's, it's a wonderful time. Yeah, yeah, the liquid goes in your mouth. Yeah. I'm, to the listeners, I'm really pissed. But we can we can move on. It's a lovely time of year. Oh. NBA, NBA. Uh, can the league continue? They can't really absorb the amount of COVID cases they're getting like the NFL can. Interesting, mm. isn't it? Because if you've got twelve guys on your roster, very hard to absorb it. If you've got fifty-three, yeah. it's a yeah. different story. Plus, they've got practice squads in the yeah. NFL of another twenty. They're like they're allowed, so they've got plenty of guys they can pull up. Imagine you're a head coach. You got three pissheads. Well, Duke, Duke Johnson, who just played for the Killed Dolphins it. last Killed week, it. wasn't on the active roster. He was from their practice squad. He was added to the active roster this week. So they've got mm. extra means. NBA kind of doesn't have that. I don't think they're going to cancel games. They'll postpone them and try to move them around just because the money. We always talk about the money in sports. There's money, too much. Money, There's a shitload in the NBA. Honey, but, honey, honey. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what they kind of do protocol-wise with um, you know, not to go into the science and health of Omicron and it being less mild, etc., and of how the, how the league deals with that. But yeah, NBA's got a lot of COVID at the moment. Do they go back into a bubble? I don't think the players will want it. That's me breathing through my nose. Because the problem, the, the bubble worked because it was more playoff related. Yeah, true. less teams, less players. But the hey, hey, this is what we needed. <laughs> All right, you guys, are my two best friends. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Omicron, you know, uh, well, we're in your head, you know, we're all dangerous, you know. Influenza, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> like in the back of your mind, you know. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. You, you can tell Peps watches too much CNN and Fox News. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's conflicting news. You know, I just sit in the middle. I give him one. Bah! Give him one for another. Bah! This is a big risk. This is a big risk. So we won't cover the NBA in too much detail where they are leading to Christmas. Um, they do have, I think, three games on Christmas Kobe. for the, their slate. Um, so mm. there's the big story, of course, is the COVID and how they deal with that. We'll have to watch that, of course, with the Christmas break, essentially for all sports. People going away, going home, lots of travelling involved, how that will affect all the leagues when we get back. But we'll talk about that when it happens. Final spot, uh, UFC and boxing. Boxing news. Uh, it was actually Jake, not Logan. I wrote that wrong. Jake fucking Paul. Um, <laughs> he got the knockout of Tyron Woodley after an absolute hug fest for six rounds. Yeah, yeah, absolute flat line. Slept him. Um, Woodley bounced off his face, essentially. It was a, a massive knockout. Mm. Uh, a lot of people calling that it was rigged. Bullshit. What do you think about nah, that? Nah, I don't agree. I don't agree. 
I, I think Woodley did instigate a lot of the hugging and you know, like, Can you can you emulate that? He he got flatlined. Like I'm oh. not a, I'm not I'm not on Jake Paul's dick, but yeah, yeah. That, you, you don't want to be taking that shot. You can't yeah. you can't act that. You, you, well, you, went, no no he, he could he could have gone out there to take the oh. not a dive, but to take the hit. I don't but think but so. I don't think watching you would. that footage, watching that footage, I don't, I, think, I don't think you could fake that. Yeah, and yeah. if you watch it back, you watch Woodley was trying to knock down the jab of Jake quite often, mm. um, and then Jake, uh, yeah. and there was also feigning in body shots as well. So he yeah. got Woodley in between trying to knock down the jab and also block the the rib shot. It looked um, it looked like a big one, like it looked like spit, yeah, and then head <laughs> just going. Mm. And so I'm a big Tyrant. I love I love Tyron Ridley Woodley. Sorry. Yep. Christmas. Let's go. But <laughs> I I think I think he got put I think he got put to the fact. I, I agree, and that was kind of finished. My point yeah. was Jake set him up for it and really landed the devastating shot. So yeah, don't see how that's really a fix or a dive. Uh, no, no. But but I'd say outside of that that fight really was. Pretty average, um, mm. and I think Jake made the smart thing calling out Masvidal and Nate Diaz as in more, again MMA fighters. Uh, who, who do you want to see? Current. Who do you want to see? I'd say the, I'd say the either one of those is pretty good. I'd say, Fucking but up. both of those are also better strikers than what Woodley was. So mm. again, it's kind of a step up, and it is a biggish name. Um, you know, you know who I'd like to see him fight? Who? A boxer. In his age range. Yeah, like a Tommy Fury maybe. Yeah. Tommy, yeah. Well, I was going to put Tommy that question Fury. to you. Based off this fight, mm-hmm. would he have – does he have the power, does he have the talent to take on legit boxers? Well, he I had, mean, he had Fury Tommy still a, needs to prove himself in the ring. He had Tommy already. He did. For him, it's about money. It is. It is. Um, yeah, I – But not to take away from him, he, he can throw hands. He's a, he's a legitimate He's got boxer. legit power, so like yeah. – if he can put it in the right spot, um, he's going to knock people out. Sure. Uh, yeah, I think Masvidal and Diaz are probably a step up in competition, which might be good. Might be what he needs. Yeah, boxing. So, well, I mean, we also thought Woodley was a step up. And yeah. He's he was, and he did push Jake deeper in those fights. And Yeah. yeah but, again, uh, it's all kind of a show, and I don't think the UFC is going to let the other two go um, without a big kind of commission their way to allow it. So... Don't see anything happening in the too distant future for Jake, but hey, watch that space. Interesting. Mm. What about a uh, bit of UFC mm-hmm. over, over the weekend? Yeah, f- yep. fight night. Fight night. Uh, yeah. Derek Lewis uh, got his KO in the first round um, over Chris Dorcas uh, there, so that keeps him relevant in the in the upper echelon of the mm. top ten mm. of the heavyweight division. Uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Got a loss against Bella Muhammad, uh, who is now actually I think he's top hot, five, top five so in the ranks. Yeah. Um, and there's some interesting conversations about fights potentially for him, uh, which again great to see. So they're kind of moving up. Not much other UFC news. No real big events. I don't think now to January. Yeah, fifteenth of January. Fifth of January. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. kind of quiet uh, for the UFC to go forward. Um, mm. And then to finish us off, uh, for all those NRL fans out there, they had the footy <laughs> fight card on the weekend. It was, well, no, last night, um, Gal won uh, impressively. Well, he did what he had to it's do. He's pretty good, man. He's good. He's, he's, got, yeah. he's got great volume and he works you from, you know, from head to toe. So 
He does his job. The rest of the card, though, absolute shit show. Um, none of those guys should be on uh, on a pay per view trying to box. Um, people tune in for it, but Cesar. it's Cesar, Cesar. 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 Fat, <laughs> unathletic Christmas party, beer drinking. <laughs> yeah, but we can recognize talent, and that wasn't it. So, sure. <laughs> I think on that point, that's all we had for the wrap us up. Merry um, Christmas, yes, to you yep. and yours. I know it's been a Definitely. tough year, 2021. It's funny. Started 2020, you know, we're like, oh, this virus, it's getting us, it's getting us. Well, you're not yeah. around, you know, possibly a vaccine. And 2021, then, it will be all better. Yeah, it divided us. It divided us. Puppy. However, my final statement, the boys, that they just grew up together, you know. They're attached to the hip. Sometimes one run in their mouth and you don't agree with it. <laughs> However, you just go, he's all right. And you ride and die. You ride yep. and die. Thank you to our listeners. Thank yes, you. Definitely. To our future sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope they haven't watched the last hour of this. <laughs> and thank you to those that listened live, getting hammered on the internet. It's, yep. it's good fun. Christmas special, really? Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, Christmas special. Nearly Last show for the year. 180,000 views on <laughs> the YouTube, uh, albeit two-thirds of <laughs> one video. Thank you to all those that stuck with us. We'll be back next year in new yep. studio. Mark, you taking on the studio? Um, yet to be determined. We've got to figure this one out. but Yeah, I think some women need to <laughs> need to be talked to first. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, yep, so we'll take a break over Christmas. Two one, weeks. Two one, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Yep. Um, two weeks. And then we'll be back and fresh for the new year. Um, and be covering the Sydney test, I believe. Yep. Wrap yep. so we'll up Boxing Day and Sydney. That's it. We five nil. To, I'll see you in, in five nil. Yep, five nil. Mm. Sounds good. Thank you, boys. Thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> Thank you Thank to you. all the dribblers. Have, have a good uh, Christmas and New Year's, and we'll see you in 2022. Thank, Thank you. you. We appreciate it. Bye. Bye.